Howdy y'all, this is Jason Wade from Doorbell Ninja. Just wanted to keep doing these podcasts. Um, for years, my track record was, I think the average was two a year. So now I'm trying to do them every day, actually. Um, just to kind of give y'all a glimpse into the life of a smart home installer. And I think it's it's interesting because there are very, very few true smart home installers. I'm not trying to puff myself up. I do that enough. But I really separate, and I think there's a true separation between home theater, home security, and these disgusting corporate companies um, that form a smart home division to just install battery devices with untrained people that used to, or still do, install dishes or cable or whatever. I mean, God bless those people, but smart home is so different. And that's the interesting thing. I think I'll say this once. Well, I'll probably still complain about it. But um, the large companies, the trillion-dollar companies, contacted me for years and said, how can we get more installers, smart home installers? And I told them. And not that I'm always right, but it would have been at least worth a try for trillion-dollar companies to spend a million dollars on 50 states, 20 grand each, develop a curriculum, pick two large community colleges or trade schools, and you know give them 10 grand each just as a test. That's exactly what I told um, the big companies. I won't name their names, but you know um, and imagine that. Imagine if they would have done that three years ago. And a kid coming out of high school, he's not going to go to college maybe. He's thinking about electrical, thinking about plumbing, thinking about like a, a good career. Or maybe he does those and he takes the smart home course. And then he understands Wi-Fi. He understands mesh. He understands connectivity issues. He understands the, the problems or whatever. I mean... I'm agnostic, so I encourage both of the large companies, as you could guess, to do this. So if they both had programs, but in, and so they picked my brain for years and used me, which is fine. Um, and then they went with one large partner, and they secretly killed off their pro programs. And this is the, the honest truth. I mean, I can give you evidence. Um, you know, they, they spent years recruiting mom-and-pop shops to buy product, to buy in. Because why not? It's the future. And in the future, it, it will be larger. I remember the three categories. It's HVAC, electrical, and plumbing. Because leak detection is gigantic, but it's, it's, uh, it's what is the term, nascent? I don't know. It's, it's, in, it's in its early, early stages, and they have to figure out who's going to pay for it. I think insurance companies should pay for it because that's the largest claim, even more than theft and fire. Um, the largest expense. But I really hope they still do something like that. Develop a curriculum to train. Instead, they went with a large partner, which actually is, I complain about, but it's actually good because they won't do wired stuff and they mess stuff up. And, you know, it's a corporate thing. So imagine if there were a thousand doorbell ninjas. Funny thing is, is one of the main guys that... Um, one of the companies that sounds like Ding um, told me he sat in meetings with 
with large or with companies where they say, you guys got to understand this stuff. You, you know, I don't know if it was an electrical company or what, or a uh, HVAC company and said, you guys got to understand this or that, you know, the doorbell ninjas of the world are going to kick your ass, which is about the best compliment. I owe that guy a huge apology. Had a difficult year, got divorced, kind of had a nervous breakdown, but um, took a lot of time off. Um, but I'm, I'm coming back and it's awesome. My first job was for this uber wealthy guy, wonderful person, wonderful job. I'm going back, I'm running Wi-Fi out to his dock because I understand Wi-Fi, I understand mesh. I've done it at uh, storage centers, storage facilities. I'm not gonna give away my secrets, but I can make it happen. I've done it on top of, I've, I've done it for boutiques. I've done it for where I basically create this gigantic mesh network where a security system or a storage facility got a quote for 50 grand and I can do it for five. And I'm going to tell you this, I probably shouldn't. There was $2,500 in profit on that job one day. And yeah, there's some follow-up, um, you know, minimal stuff, but I mean, you get, you get, you just need Wi-Fi everywhere. And so that's the difference, I think, with home theater. Home theater, all, you know, they're big into wired stuff. Wired's always better. Wired's always better. Maybe. But when you can make it work, and Eero, God bless them, owned by Amazon, affiliated with a company named Ring, is great, is unbelievable. I mean, Eero and to give credit to Google, Google Wi-Fi is almost bulletproof at this stage. I have almost no problems with it. I'm, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that the solutions I've done, the creative ones at retail businesses, um, storage facilities, and on large estates, kind of like this one that I did, and I'm about to help them again. They don't call me because they don't have problems. It's 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 great. So. That was a kind of off topic, but, but yeah, I, I, it's odd because I would like more people to learn how to do what I do. So I'm developing a curriculum and I'm going to be, that's part of smart home school, smart home school. I think I am going to separate it into those three sections kind of for fun, smart home, smart food, and then smart health. But I'm also going to, I think either there or on smart home show, give away my secrets as I develop this curriculum. I mean, I'm gonna do classes where I'm gonna get people with concrete blocks because some, I was afraid to drill into mortar with a hammer drill. Now I have these gorgeous Bosch rotary hammer drills. Oh my gosh. But, you know, just have them drill into a block. Have them, you know, install a mount. Have them, I, I think I could explain mesh Wi-Fi as I understand it, and I think it's a very good understanding because it works for all my customers, in a few days, if people, it, and I've had employees, and you know, it, it's unfortunate because like, as I've mentioned several times, smart home is gonna be larger than those, in, those residential industries that I mentioned before, HVAC, plumbing, and electrical, in a few years. And, and it's smart home is everything. It's your washer, it's your dryer, it's really your car, it's gonna be, everything. So I think the projections or the actuality will actually be even larger than the projections. So in conclusion, and also the, the reason I did, wanted to do this podcast today is I wanted to talk about difficult customers and feel free to chime in, give me a, um, give comments or whatever, but 
about 2% of my customers are difficult. So as I'm coming back and, you know, trying to stay sane, which I don't do a very good job of sometimes, as you know, as a business owner, I mean, it's, it's, it's a war out there. And, and, you know, you, I, I have great customers and those make my day. So yesterday I had just a great guy. I mean, he had just had back surgery and he said he was going to have his son-in-law come and try and install the Floodlight Cam Plus by Ring, which I am not a fan of because the adjustability sucks if you do it underneath a soffit with the lights. If you install one, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. The so Ring, you need to fix the adjustability of the lights on the Floodlight Cam Plus, which as I think or believe and I think I know, is just the old one in newer guts because the old one had the, the metal got brittle. And um, this one has kind of a nicer plastic, looks a little bit cheaper, but that adjustability issue with lights underneath the soffit just is horrible. So, and, it, and I always recommend the, the pro stuff by Ring. It's the newest, it's the best, it's beautiful, it's amazing. So I, ins- I went to install it. It was in a townhome community by Pulte. And so as I was driving there, I was like, this motherfucker, <laughs> I'll just be honest, He's not going to have a floodlight. He said, because a lot of people will say, yeah, I said, do you have power at that location? And I forgot to ask him, do you have a floodlight currently? And so I said, do you have power at that location? And people will say, yeah. And then they'll have like an outlet 12 feet away. And I'm like, oh my God. And I could actually make that work. Um, I I don't want to give away my secret for that right now. It's not a hard one, but I can make that work. And I do for customers and I charge extra, not as much as I should, but he had a floodlight. Praise God. Um, so I, and he had, there was actually a ring floodlight there. And the interesting issue is with that situation was, um, the previous homeowner didn't delete the devices from their account. So, you know, you're dealing with people with many different understandings of technology and, and he had a lot of health problems, super nice guy, hung out with me the whole time. We broed down, um, but he had only been down for like five days. He bought the place furnished. And actually, they, you know what? They said that because the place was furnished beautifully. And they said that the previous owner, homeowner was young. So I think, and not that that matters. I don't want to be ageist. But um, I think, I mean, if, if they would have called me, I really could have helped them. Because what I would have said is just call that previous homeowner. Tell her to go into each device. Go into device settings and delete the device. It's pretty easy, um, but they didn't, and that was fine. You know, they get all new stuff. He ripped out the alarm system. He did it himself, actually. I was very impressed with that, and the doorbell. But the floodlight was different, right? I mean, you got to get up on a ladder. Even for me, they, they screw up my back a lot of times, but his was easy. So I go up there, and I think they had installed the floodlights as an afterthought, the electricians, and they had done weird things. Like it was wired to the same circuit as like the laundry room 100 feet away. Because it was, it was like a townhome, courtyard, and then garage. Um, and actually, I'm proud of that guy. He, had a, he did it right. He had the Chime Pro, although we did connect to his network instead of the Chime Pro. I mean, he had a good understanding. I mean, he, and he was, I'm sure he was 70 or 75. Um, not that that matters. But so I take it off, and I can't install. I wanted to be lazy and install the pretty black Floodlight Cam Plus. To the old mount, but I couldn't because the 
the whatever they're called screw posts weren't long enough because on the new floodlight cam plus it's inset so i was like okay i'll just do it to the junction box well the junction box was like five inches in no it wasn't it was like it was in there far enough where i couldn't i mean get it without screwing up the soffit really like that's happened before like you know it's just i think they put it in as an afterthought and so they didn't put it right down and you know they just use longer screws or whatever so i had so i was at an impasse what was i going to do um i can't use the old mount but i can't install i can't do that center thing on the if you know if you've installed the floodlight you know what i'm talking about you do that wherever that post is and you screw the screw in the middle and it hangs from it so i was like give me a few seconds to think about this and then i thought I'm just going to break off those screw posts on the old mount, put that, whatever that metal bar is called. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I wasn't handy until I started doing this. And then, so it worked. I knocked it off with a hammer, this post off with a hammer, easy breezy. And then I did the post. Then I did the, the new mount. And then I did the floodlight. And the, and, and oddly, you know, the adjustability issue with those lights on the floodlight cam plus was it an issue because it's a townhome i mean you don't want to because the thing is is you can't point them out you, they're basically just pointing da- straight down or straight to the side so which is fine for him i mean he's got all he's watching is like eight feet he don't want to catch the you know the 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 road so it worked i mean he, he he actually tipped me the odd thing with square during covid they switched it some people they just go straight the signature page and the tip thing is at the top and some people do. I've got like $500 tips for, which is awesome. Thanks. Uh, assistant GM from the magic, his <laughs> wife. Thank you very much. But, um, and other people, but so it, it worked. And I mean, his son-in-law, there's no way he could have done that. I mean, I'm just saying like it, I mean, after five years I've hacked stuff, I mean, but I do it right, but I figured out, you know, when you want to get paid, you, <laughs> you try real hard. <laughs> So that's the installer. This is the installer um, episode, right? And I mean, if there are any installers out there who do have questions, I mean, never say, I want to pick your brain. I'm not going to help you if you say that. I hate that saying. Just say, just talk, just talk to me person to person. Ask me if I can help you in any way. I'd love to. Um, I've been doing it for five years. Um, I helped Google Nest launch with American Residential Services in D.C. Um, I think I can say all this. I don't care if not. And then I've, you know, I've worked closely with Ring and, and Nest. I mean, until I really got pissed off about this whole them secretly shutting down their ProFinders. Um, Nest did it in a blog post, which nobody reads, and Ring just did it. And they were still hitting me up trying to get, ask me how to get installers. They're still trying to get installers with these fucking open out hours or whatever they're doing. They're not, they're getting installers, but they're not going to recommend us. So they have this contract. I'm just going to be honest with Dish, with OnTech. So, I mean, it's sad because it's the equivalent of app developers with Apple. That's why, you know, Apple's better, and it, I think, instead of Android. It's because there's, there's buy-in. There's, there's teamwork. So the app developers work with Apple, and then Apple, you know, it's, it's an open thing. I mean, imagine if Apple only had apps from one company. That is the equivalent of what's happening. So if these, whichever company wins, which it'll probably be Apple, all Apple has to do is come out with a camera and they'll become the largest smart home company. I'm just being, I mean, I'm, I'm sharing it all right now because 
think about it. Almost every affluent or many people have an iPad, have an Apple Watch. I don't. I hate those things. Um, have an iPhone. They have everything except for the camera. They come out with a camera. Bam. Easy to charge. And I, I have never, in five years, I've never had a customer tell me they've had a device stolen. So they could even make it where you just stick it in a magnetic mount outside. Because by the time somebody steals it, they're, they're on camera. I mean, and the device is locked. There's no reason. I mean, there's no incentive except for vandalism, really. So back to the original point. So as I'm helping that guy, I, had, I was supposed to go help, and I was actually excited to help him, a very, very big and wealthy client. And uh, I'm not going to mention specifics because I really don't want to. I like him a lot, but he's weird. Um, so he said that some of the cameras aren't working, and he has a lot. He has a lot. And so I'm, think, I'm trying to remember because I have you know, a lot of clients. And, and I remember his, camera, his cameras are battery. So I said, are the batteries charged? Because I'm running low on extra batteries. I charge up a bunch of batteries and always have a ton. So I actually, praise be to Amazon, I ordered tons of them yesterday and they came within hours. And I char- I'm charging the rest of them up, but I charge a ton of them up. I have this big charger thingy. Um, so, and he said yes. And I'm thinking, bro, you make like 18 million a year. You're going to get on. And because one of them is so high outside of his office, it's like terrifying to get up that high. And reach over. And I, and I said, you, you did the one outside your office? And he's like, yeah. Which if he did it himself, that's ridiculous. I, I hope he paid a handyman because he, you know, if he hurts his health or whatever, that's just a horrible, that's a horrible use of his time. Um, so he said, yeah, they're all charged up. Which, you know, who, customers aren't always honest. In real estate, they used to say buyers are liars, but sellers are too. I mean, everybody and, you know, people stretch the truth. It's the self-interest thing. And that's fine. So I'm thinking, I mean, and he lives far in a very, you know, wealthy community or whatever. So it's hard to get in. You got to wait at the stupid gate forever. So I'm thinking, do I want to waste? I mean, in in total, it's going to be at least three or four hours. It's going to be, I mean, in traffic, getting out there, 45 minutes, coming back is probably going to be an hour, hour and a half in rush hour, you know, dealing with the issue. So as I'm helping this this great guy, this podcast is going long. As I'm helping this great guy, I'm really thinking about it. And so this customer, trying not to mess up and say, say his name, um, said, I have an Orbi 5 router. It works great. The camera's going in and out. So if you're in, an installer, you know Orbi has, is not good with smart home devices. The old Orbi like, would only, what was it? It's, it's band steering. There's bad band steering issues, which I will be honest, I have almost no issues with Google Wi-Fi or Nest Wi-Fi. I have almost no band steering issues with Eero. I used to have it with, what was it? No, it was Orbi. No, it was Eero, the old Eero. And I think it was it the, pro, I think it was just ring doorbells or it was the, just the Pro, the old Pro, which I will not install or sell. It's there's so many problems. I've had, the worst calls I've ever had were from the Ring Pro. The Ring Pro 2 is amazing, but the Ring Pro, I won't even take those calls. I mean, they're just a nightmare because um, you'll fix it, and then the next day it won't work. So that's it was one of the first 2.45G products. So I'm thinking, and as I'm helping this great guy, 
and we're chatting about everything. He used to be in retail. He used to be in agricultural and software and stuff like that. Really, really interesting. Great customer. I love, you know, sometimes I get annoyed when they're following me around like a dog. Um, because a lot of, sometimes they're picking my brain because they want to do the work themselves, and that's fine. But I'll, but some, we just bro down. I mean, like I can talk to almost anybody. When I'm in a bad mood, I'll be honest. I just talk to like janitors and other people like that because, you know, I get they're the power dynamics with, you know, with wealthy people or successful people, which the, you know usually it works out well and they're really nice. But there there are some dynamics there that you have to consider. And usually when they realize I don't give a fuck, <laughs> they're pretty cool. So. um I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking, hold up. When I set up this motherfucker system, it was a, I set up a Google Wi-Fi network. I think it was actually Nest at that point. So it's a good network because I remember to get the cameras to work, I had to put one on top of a cabin in his garage. And, I mean, I know how to place these things. That's I, The call actually I have today at 10 o'clock is that. This is a smart tech guy. I get electrical engineers. I get all these people. They just don't have an understanding because there isn't that education there. And I don't understand why these companies, I mean, I've asked them about some simple things like, and they go, well, the guy quit. And I'm like, you're a three or $2 trillion company and the guy quit. Amazon has, I think it's 15,000 people working on voice search and it, Amazon sucks. Um, Google, I don't know how many people they have. Their, their voice search is great for information. Uh, Amazon, you know, Alexa and, ring and stuff the integration and the the use of the usability at this point is the best by far actually i have this astro i've been really messing around with this astro robot it's awesome it follows me around playing miranda lambert and (laughs) and nirvana it's wonderful so back to the point and then i think hold up there's not a chance i'm going out there because it's not going to work because it keeps going in and out in and out and he wants the best. He's got like a dedicated line because he's really big time into his office. And then and he, he did the rich guy thing, which I, lo- I love rich guys. I love, uh, yeah, money's great. But they, you do something and then they change it. And they fart with it. And they screw it up. And I mean, I'm going to be polite because this guy is a big time. But also I'm going to be direct. So I said... Please contact me ASAP. It will never work with Orby. Orby is known for having horrible issues, and I don't care if I'm pissing them off, um, with the ring. And then I sent him the Reddit uh, thread. And then I was like, contact me and let me know. I said, what happened to the Google Wi-Fi network? And he claims it's not fa- – it wasn't I, – I really think it was Nest. It could have been Google. It was, it was several – it was a while ago. I forget what genera- – you know, at the time what, what it was. I, I'd have to go out there and see. I could look at the invoice, but I'm not going to. Um, he said it wasn't fast enough, which I think is BS because his kids – he's got a few kids and they game and stuff like that. People are babies about Wi-Fi, you know. But um, so he, I guess, ripped it out or unplugged it and did this – 5G network, which I'm sure is great for everything, but it's not great for these ring devices. It's screwing them up with confusing them. It's a device probably at this point with a 5.5G and 2.4. So um, as I'm driving home, because it was going to be a while to get to his house, or I was like, I, or I could, well, actually I went and got work done at the, you know, at the office and stuff, but, um, and then went home. But he... You know, he's getting back to me kind of as I'm driving. And I'm thinking, there's not a chance of going to this guy's house. I'm not, I'm not spending, I'm not wasting all this time. I mean, because 
I'd have to set up the whole network again. And unless he's going to do that, I'm not. So then he's, he said he's, he's researching routers because he wants Wi-Fi 6. So he'll probably, hopefully, God, I hope he goes. And I should probably hit him up and just go do Eero 6 or 6 Plus or whatever. Um, but at this point, I mean, already I installed a Ring Alarm and he ripped it out. I installed, I mean, I, I'm good. I, I got all this stuff working. But with, you know, they like to change things and fart around and, and think that they know what they're doing. And I hate fixing problems. I hate fixing what they screw up because it's like double the work. I mean, I'm going to charge them, no doubt, per hour, and which I hate charging per hour. I, you know, I charge per product and I do it right and then I leave and it works. And I've had people lie and say it doesn't. I don't know if it's post-purchase remorse or whatever. I, mean, I think it was about two customers did that. And I'm like, what doesn't work? And when they don't tell me what doesn't work, they're lying. And so some customers lie. It's very rare. I mean, when I was doing e-commerce, it was like 1%. Uh, with this, it's like 2%. They lie or they try and scam um, or something. And I mean, I don't sell anything. I sell a lot of product, but I don't sell it. I tell them what I would do in in my home. I, I tell them what I would recommend. So I, I also had consultations the other day, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, the guy called me, he was referred by somebody, and I don't do free consultations. Every time I do them, I gotta stop doing it. They, it's, it doesn't go well, because the people are, I don't know, just difficult. And so I don't do free consultations. I can look on Zillow and tell you what to do usually. Or if you want me to come out, it's a big enough job, it's a hundred bucks. It's way worth the time, because half the time they're, they're, gonna, they're trying to get they're trying to pick my brain to do what they want, you know, to figure out to do it themselves, which when I see installs that people do themselves, they suck. And that's fine. I mean, they haven't done it for five years. So that guy actually was interesting. I mean, it would have been, it was an easy, and it was, I knew exactly what to do. And he would ask me and I would tell him, and then he would argue with me about it. And then he, it's a $1.4 million house. And then he, would want I would always recommend the pro stuff from Ring, and then and his he had a, I'm sure his Wi-Fi network he said he already had problems with so, um, and he he would just argue about everything. It was simple stuff: solar motion lights, spotlight cams, indoor cam in the lanai. I mean, just beyond simple. But the guy was arguing, and I almost that's there have been two instances. I almost walked away from that consultation. Literally said, "Hey, I gotta go. I should have I should have done that." Because I, I, it was a waste of my time. I mean, I and I, and I only did it for free because it was referred by this really good builder friend of mine, who built the house, which is an interesting point. So, the guy is hitting me up by text with these stupid questions, trying to go cheap on the product. And I had told him, I said, "Look, you got a one point four million dollar house. Why are you going cheap on product? Like, it's an extra twenty forty bucks to get the, the newest, best pro stuff from Ring." And I mean, and then I'm thinking. I mean, I'm the professional here. He called me because he doesn't know what to do, but he doesn't want to accept that he doesn't know what to do. And that happens very rarely. And if it does, I stare him in the eye for five seconds and they usually figure out like that I'm about to walk. <laughs> and so the only other instance was I was helping this old lady and I really could have helped her. Like I was, I was doing a free consultation again, like a sucker. And um, this old guy, her neighbor, who thought who installed his system with wired system from Walmart or whatever, came over walking like a sheriff. I mean, I kid you not, bow-legged and everything. Like, I thought he had a, might have a gun. It was scary. 
And he argued, he was just arguing with me about everything and saying, I'm just trying to sell her stuff. And I go, look, I don't sell anything. I'm just trying to help her. If she doesn't want my help, that's fine. And so finally I said, look, I don't think this is going to work because I wouldn't have helped at that point anyways. That guy would have been on my ass the whole time. So I said, this isn't going to work. I'm going to head on out. Okay. And I did. I think that guy was like, and then they like get weird and apologetic. And I don't, I don't fucking care. I'm out. So with this guy, he's hitting me up. I'm at Sam's. I'm trying to get some shit done. And he's hitting me up with these stupid questions. And I go, bruh, call tomorrow. I literally, that's the text I sent him. So when I woke up in the morning, I'm like, I don't want to talk to this fucking jerk. I'm sorry for the language. So, and then I'm like, so I answer his question, this stupid question about the, you know, the Spotlight Cam Plus versus the Pro and, and so solar motion lights because he wants up lighting and like get some, some solar motion lights, stake ones and try it out and see because his house is super dark at night versus spending thousands of dollars on some wired system that he thinks he needs. I was like, and he's like, I don't know, I don't know. I was like, buy $100 worth of lights and check them out. Like, what do you have to lose? You don't have anything to lose. Put them on the side of your house if you think they look like shit. So, and then I, and then I thought to myself, I don't want to help this guy. So I wanted to be direct. This is the, I've never done this before, but I think I'm going to start doing it. And that's the entire goal of this entire podcast was I, I sent him a text and I said, are you going to drive me crazy? Because I have had customers like that, which I fired. I fired a VP of one of the largest companies because he was the biggest pain in the ass. The, how I know is like, they're, they're customers. They're not my friends. When I'm there, we're growing down and it seems friendly, but they're customers. They're not friends. On, on Sunday, I'm so, installing a ton of stuff for free for a friend, kind of for fun. Like I have extra products or open or whatever. And I want to help him out because like he hasn't done anything and his car has been broken into twice. And same situation kind of as this, this other guy is his house is unbelievably dark at night. So I'm like, this is an easy fucking fix. I mean, go order a hundred dollars worth of solar motion lights, but he hit a tough spot and I think he's doing well now, but like financially, but he, but you know, he, he hasn't done it. You know, maybe he can't swing a thousand, you know, 1500, two grand, like I've got to hook him up with. Um, I'm hooking him up. He's a great friend. So, um, so anyways, with this guy and I'll, I'll end it soon. Cause this has gone unbelievably long. I hope, I hope y'all enjoy it. All two listeners. No, actually I get some, I get a lot of, uh, some pretty good listens. Um, he disappeared. I haven't heard from him. Thank God. Because you know what? That's one of the things that really stressed me out when, and I took, why I took a lot of time off. I mean, there was other things going on personally, of course, but, um, is I had some difficult customers at it, a scammer trying to do a chargeback. I had, um, this jerk who hit me up and wanted $500 back a few days before Christmas. And I mean, he's like a successful, wealthy guy. I'm like thinking, what a dirt bag. And I gave it to him. I'm like, whatever, do the right thing. Or it wasn't, it was the thing. It, I don't know about right. And then I had, um, I don't know, a few, I had, I had a psycho customer who wasn't even a customer. He was a guy who was just an asshole and he, I mean, he was just harassing me. And so whatever, I let it get to me, but it, it was, you know, there was one to 2%, but when they all hit you at the same time, it's pretty stressful. So hang in there if that happens to you. And so then I thought in conclusion about that difficult guy in the $1.4 million house who was just 
it would have been an easy install. Could have, and there was some cool stuff that I could have done for him too. I mean, really cool. He had outlets in the soffit, which are a blessing. Um, so I called, all right, texted my builder friend who referred me. And I'm going <laughs> to, I wish you wouldn't refer, referred me. You're wasting my time. And I said, hey, is this guy going to be a pain in the ass? Is this guy going to be, is going to, no, I just, I was, I said, is this guy going to drive me crazy? And he said, yes, he will drive you crazy. He will haggle on everything, get everything in writing, and he will still be difficult. And then I was like, thank you. I said, literally, and he goes, he said, don't tell him. And I won't, I won't, of course, unless if you listen to the podcast, maybe it'll help him personally chill the fuck out. So, um, and I was like, wow, thank you so much. Because I was like, I'm totally fine. I don't need his money. I don't want his money. It's not going to be worth his money. It's, it's, I'm going to lose money on that job because he's going to call me and bug me a thousand times. He's going to do like the VP of the big company and my other pain in the ass customers. They, I know when they're, that guy would always say, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. And that's back to the point. They're not, I'm not his buddy. I'm not his friend. I want to help him, no doubt. But like they try, it's, it's like a manipulation almost. And so that's, it's a small percentage of customers. Most of my customers are amazing. Like that guy that I was helping with the floodlight. And I, you know, I was glad I took like a few minutes to think about the solution and I made it happen for him. It was very happy, very happy. And I was happy too. I mean, I got paid. So um, I mean, it was pretty far out. But that's an interesting thing is, is the difficult customers. In, in e-commerce, you know, I just figured out, I just refunded their money. But that was, those were armbands and watchbands was $20 or less. But with this, I mean, sometimes it's a lot of money. I had the only other, well, a similar customer to him is I had this girl. I mean, she was having a nervous breakdown, I mean, about stuff. While I was installing it, she just was just, she couldn't, some people, I think maybe that's that, this guy's issue is he's not confident enough in his decision. I'm, I, I know what I'm doing. And so I'm confident. I mean, but if they're with her, I, I, I looked at her and I said, are you okay? And she's like shaking. Because she's nervous that she might be doing the wrong thing. And I've had a few other customers like that where I, I just refund their money. With her, I said, hey, would you like – I had installed everything for that girl. And I said, would you like for me to just take this stuff down and leave? And she said, yeah, yeah, I just don't know what, what to do. And I, and, and I said, okay, it's okay. And I did it. And it was a waste of time. And I wasn't happy driving home, far drive. But – I would have, I'd rather do that than go out there a, a million times for somebody who's, who's wishy-washy. So that is interesting. Um, thanks for listening. I hope to – I'm not going to talk about difficult customers, I don't think, anymore, unless I get a really, really bad one. But most of mine are great. I mean, really, when they trust you, when, when they know that you know what you're doing, and I have so many reviews saying that. So normally, I don't have to prove myself. They just see it. And, um, and that's great. I mean, it's not ego. I'm just – I want them to, to be comfortable because that is the entire thing about smart home is it's safety usually and convenience, but it's safety and security and, and you want them to feel that. And so I'll end this. Thank you for listening. I'll listen to it again before I post it, but I think it was a good episode. I hope so. And then if anybody wants to be interviewed, especially, uh, you know, company heads, founders, um, it's going to be unedited. It's going to be unstructured. It's going to be like this. Just record, end. But it'll be real. And, and I think that's good. Thanks for listening.